Hi, welcome to Emergent Woman, a podcast from Girls Mass Uganda. My name is Tukahira Maureen, and our guest today is Aisha Ali, the founder of iProfile Foundation. Welcome, Aisha. Thank you very much for having me this evening. All right. Um, we are going to go straight right to it. There are very many young girls out there I know listening to us right now. And we've come here to, you know, share a bit of what is going on in our lives and how has it been, you know? And that it's just going to be a, a conversation between two young women who are who are working so hard to ensure that they become better both in their careers, in their passion. And so we, I want us to take it from who are you, like who is Aisha really, aside from what we know, uh, your career, and uh, like what people know, what is it, like who is Aisha? Okay, um, before I get down to who I am as a person, first of all, first want to highlight that the fact that such conversations like this get my adrenaline levels really high. So if if you find me talking too loud or you know laughing out loud, just know that it's excitement. So the fact that we're talking about girls and also sharing you know our personal experiences, but also you know tips on how we can survive as girls or actually not survive but thrive. Um, back to who I am. <clears throat> well. I must say I'm still rediscovering myself as a person, but uh, beyond that, I'm quite a very uh, purpose-driven person, I might say. I'm very passionate about children, empowerment, development, and most importantly, financial literacy. You see, money is something that kind of rotates around our lives on a daily basis. And sometimes it puts us in difficult situations where we're able to, you know, make decisions uh, based on, you know, a prompt uh, thought or an idea or even, you know, it could be peer influence. So Aisha is a 25-year-old, turning 26 in September, and I'm the founder of iProfile Foundation a social enterprise that focuses on child development programs with an emphasis on leadership, financial literacy, and entrepreneurship. I'm also a VA co-ambassador for the Uganda chapter here. We basically work with young entrepreneurs and give them access to different tools, mentorship, and maybe funding sometimes. Um, also part of the Global Shapers, which is an initiative of the, of the World Economic Forum, uh, specifically with the Kampala Hub. So we basically, you know, come together to do community projects and see how we can tackle different issues in whatever small way we can and be able to contribute to the betterment of people's lives. For me, that kind of gives me joy. Um, the other thing, I'm also recently a coordinator for a private sector coalition that was formed early early last year, late last year in Geneva, basically uh, for the response uh, in, for refugees particularly. 
um, also a Women for Women awardee. And for me, I always talk about this award because it has changed my life in a different way, especially with the mentorship that came with it, but also the environment of people I associate with. So it's basically organized by women diplomats in Uganda. And for me, being able to, you know, learn from people that have walked the path and also, you know, listening into the nuggets and life experiences is something that I don't take for granted. And each single day, I learn something new from them. But I also, you know, reach out to them in case I need any kind of mentorship. Um, lastly, we also run a hub specifically for refugees. Like, you know, Uganda is one of um, the largest uh, refugee hosting countries in the world who lack extensive, you know, support in terms of skills or even employment or access to finance and markets for their products. So through this hub, we basically, you know, take them through um, entrepreneurship skills, but um, acceleration for their businesses etc so for me basically all this that i do is something that i'm very passionate about being able to impact people's lives but also learning as much as i can from them so in a nutshell that is me but above all i'm a little bit principled when it comes to um, work and especially even when making friends because sometimes um that the environment or the people we associate with affect our lives in a way or the other. But that doesn't stop me from being a social butterfly. I always love hugging people and shaking hands and making sure I check in on people on their special days. So yeah, you might say I'm friendly and principled at the same time. Tell me, Aisha, what has been your passion since childhood? Um, I'm, I'm actually the last born <laughs> of a family of uh, four children. And... Growing up as actually a very, I don't know what, what I should call myself, it's not an introvert, as a, but I was a very shy child who was disciplined and, you know, loved abiding by rules and regulations of school. But I, I, I naturally did not like being in, you know, crowds or speaking in front of people as this child who was reserved and, you know, loved her own space. And I remember vividly, it's funny how I've been like a, a leader throughout school, yet I didn't have the qualities of a leader, especially communication. And I kid you not, if you met some of my OGs and OBs uh, from primary school, they'll definitely tell you um, I was one person who never liked, you know, speaking in front of a class or, you know, being able to go to a crowd and, you know, speak. I would actually shake if I was given a microphone. And... Um, but uh, that doesn't mean that I didn't... My love for children, I think, has always been there, especially even with what I had as a child, beat dolls, I would always shower them. And each time we had visitors coming in with kids, I'd always want to carry them and, you know, make sure that, you know, I, I'm always keeping them joyful and, and all that. So for me, the love I had for children kind of translated to what I'm doing right now, working with kids. But uh, being able to, you know, lead an enterprise or, I don't know, speak to uh, different entrepreneurs, I don't think that was my passion or I, don't, I didn't see myself coming this way. But one thing for sure is my passion for children has always been there since a child. 
Uh, well, my character always stood out as this child who was very humble. I loved saying sorry to people. I always said please and thank you. And for me, I think hurting people or being able to be this child that, you know, was either beating up kids is not something that crossed my brain. And I always respected my teachers and my education like was always priority. So I think those are the traits that uh, teachers saw in me. That they thought I could lead, but practically speaking, I, I my communication, especially um, in front of crowds. I mean, as a leader, you have to be able to speak on assembly or even speak to people, and that's not, you know, something that I had. I could be able to speak to people one on one, but not, you know, on a crowd level. And shockingly, this went on, I think, till. Form five, where I had to contest against a boy for the position of health prefect. Oh my God! You know how, at the end of the day, you know that first of all you're a girl, and then at that time you're like, okay, you know how there's that masculinity in school, and how you know boys tend to intimidate us of, oh, it's definitely a win for me, and all those things. But I think one of the things that helped me was that I always like interacted with people, whether they were in a class lower than me, whether I knew them or not. For me, as long as you crossed my path, I'd ever either say good morning or wave to you or even smile. And being able to also help whoever I found, you know, either at a sick bay or somebody that, you know, is, is not themselves, I'd, I'd reach out whether I know them or not. To kind of you know hearing from them and see how best I can be able to help. So to cut the long story short, I remember I knew my weakness as a person that I'm not able to communicate. So I wrote. I was very good at writing back then, which I'm not right now. So these days I speak and I don't like writing. Yeah, I've Hilarious. I've always told people you can't balance both. You have to take on one, <laughs> and they never understand Absolutely. that. <laughs> Yes. Uh, so anyway, I beat him about 800 to 200 votes. And that's where my journey to personal growth started. I realized, you know, I need to get out of this comfortable shell that I'm in and, you know, Ghana skills that require of a leader. So I quickly joined public speaking school, got a mentor and, you know, started practicing. Each time I went to conferences, I'd put up my hand, whether a microphone shakes or not. And, you know, give it a try. And that's how these days I speak without caution, whether I'm, you know, at a corporate meeting or it's, I don't know, a high level meeting. I'll put up my hand and I'll speak with confidence. But it took me a long time to believe that I would be able to do that. However, one of the things or one of the people I can attribute this to is my support system. Definitely my parents, my family, my friends, and my mentors, people that, you know, believe in you, people that want to see you better, people that want to see you grow. Though it comes back to thanking myself as a person as well. If I gave up on myself, if I didn't believe that I could do it, then I, perhaps I wouldn't be on this podcast. That is Aisha Ali, the founder of Art Profile Foundation. My name is Tukahira Moraine, the host of Emergent Woman, 
a podcast produced by Girls Must Uganda. And we shall be back with more after the break. Girls Must aims to build a vibrant movement of girls through transformative leadership and confidence building. We envision a world where girls are leaders in creating the changes they want to see in their lives and communities. Join us as we fight to reduce the confidence gap of girls. Learn more at girlsmust.org. Welcome back. I am Tukahira Moreen, and you are listening to Imagined Woman, a podcast produced by Girls Must Uganda. I'm speaking to Aisha Ali, the founder of iProfile Foundation. I, I, I've heard you say you had to join public uh, speaking, a public speaking school. And you know, most of us, like our education system right now, a parent will expect you to go to primary school, secondary school, university. They, like It is just that straight. They don't care what the results are, but you have to go through that system. So many of us don't even think about, you know, joining such you know, like public school, like public speaking schools, because we don't have that opportunity, or maybe the resources are not enough, but we really want to, you know, outstand. We really want to know how we could express ourselves. I don't know what you think girls need to do, because the confidence gap is really still huge. You you can agree with me. Though uh, I don't know, I might not be able to pay for public speaking school, but I want to be out there and outstanding. What do you think they should do? Okay, um, this is quite a very uh, deep question that um, requires a lot of reflection. However, I'll start off with um, one of the quotes I love most from Nelson Mandela that says, nothing is impossible until it's done. And I'll quickly take you back to a situation where most of the times we have resources around us but we don't think outside the box take an example some of us you know have on like i don't know how many social media platforms we have linkedin you have whatsapp we have facebook we have instagram and we have twitter etc and we have followers on on you know these platforms and this is in turn, you know, our social capital. So most of the times it takes me back to how do we even use these social media platforms? Yes, I know for some purposes, it's either to inspire people or to impact or to just tell stories, right? But there's a lot more that you can do with the internet out there. There are a lot of YouTube uh, tutorials on public speaking. There are tips on how to be a better public speaker. So I would urge all girls to, you know, start with what you have, you know, the small steps you take before you, you know, run faster or, you know, change doesn't happen in a single day, but it starts with those small steps that you take. As, as simple as, you know, closing themselves in, in a room or going outside where it's quiet and assuming there's a crowd in front of them and talking out loud. And then they now start it off with, you know, their family members, call their little siblings or their dad or their mom and start talking to them. 
then invite friends before you know it you will learn that practice makes perfect and something at at some point you may not even need to go to public speaking school so how do you better the craft with the resources that you have there's a lot we have when, when within you know our environment within us but sometimes we're too blind to see or because our mind limits us that oh i don't have the finances or i'm not capable of doing this we need to quit those excuses and know that deep within us we're able to be extraordinary with what we have just the ability to tweak it and see you know good in something as small as closing yourself in a room and being able to practice 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 so let there not be excuse that deters you from you know being a better person all right um could you really tell us uh, what really inspired you to start i profile foundation all right um so like i said earlier my love for children uh but without you know the ability or i didn't even know how i was able to give back but i channeled you know my personal story of you know not, not being able to um speak uh, or my communication to see how we are able to transform you know prefects in primary school to be able to you know be better leaders but also better communicators and so full of love for children but with no clear strategy to give back i called my friends uh, told my family about it and channeled a few savings to start up this foundation honestly i had no clear road map everything was sketchy i didn't know it would grow to where it is right now but with the guidance from my mentors the support from my family the belief of my parents my primary school teachers and the different agencies we approached that believed in a dream that at that time wasn't even existent so my passion still rotates around me loving children at a young age as i explained earlier but also the ability that we we lack a saving culture in africa and for me it 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 definitely i wouldn't want to use the word hard but for purposes of uh, maybe explaining it to the extent of how it makes me feel when we are unable to you know pay back a loan as as a country or as africans or beat anybody out there who's not able to manage their finances yeah it may not be africans it might be even worldwide yeah so that ability to be in a financial trap and you cannot get out of it you have no friends to help you you cannot access a loan or you're even full of debt that you can't think of what to do yeah so for me looking at how we can you know break down for people how money how money matters can be as simple as you know getting down to what is it that you want your saving portfolio to look like your asset portfolio your investment portfolio for example and it just starts it's not rocket science to you know keep um, your financial self in check it starts with those little steps and before you know it you know the few shillings you've saved will multiply and you're able to invest and you're able to grow money so for me my passion i think rotates around that and the ability to be able to see people become better people and how 
to fulfill my purpose and passion you know gives me the joy to have started all this and to be able to have people and a team that is equally passionate and living this dream together Yeah, you heard her, ladies, having someone who really believes in you, having a team that really believes in your dreams is also really important. Oh, today's guest is Aisha Ali. Like I had told you, she's really one of the best uh, and smartest business entrepreneurs, young as we are, I've met. And I wanted to know, you've worked with young women in the urban refugee communities especially in elevating their business capacities through organizing pitching sessions i want us I want you to tell us what's that major challenge you've seen young women are facing especially when it comes to you know expressing themselves giving good pitches out there at this point i'd want to give myself as an example if at okay. one point i did not you know get out of my bubble to be able to learn how to speak and communicate then i don't think i would be be able to mentor or even help anyone to be able to pitch because for you to pitch you have to speak you have to be confident you have to know your numbers in and out and trust me those judges or people that you pitch to nobody wants to know that oh my communication is not good or oh, i am a girl or oh, i am this let me tell you something people out there are getting better every single day there are people who i don't know take i don't know multiple courses online and you ask yourself do they have extra hours in a day how do they do it but that's the amount of thirst they have for knowledge but for also bettering themselves so a lot of a lot of um refugee women especially that i have worked with in the urban area not all of them are not confident some of them were confident but because of you know some of the things that they have gone through um before you know they migrated kind of you know affected their mental um selves but for me the outstanding it's it's not even a challenge i think for me the outstanding thing is going against the odds to you know be better every single day despite the challenges they have gone through sometimes i am just in awe at how you know their craft their ability to learn something in a, in, in in a few days and the amount of work they put in to learn just blows me away so for me i haven't seen any challenges apart from you know as human beings we cannot say we are perfect of course we have a few flaws and sometimes it's not us that choose those things to happen to us but it's some chapters of life it's some memories but that shouldn't hold you back from you know being a better person being that person who's you know going forward and and not dwelling on oh for me you know i i went through this therefore I need some pity. The world out there is not a pitiful world. It does not want to know what you have gone through. You have to come out strong. You have to come out better and you have to compete. Because trust me when they are pitching, we don't look at their personal stories or what they've gone through. We look at what business idea do they have? Do they know their financials right? Are they able to speak and are they confident? 
now if you're not able to if you're not able to communicate and pitch then i don't know who will be able to be your mouthpiece if it's not you as an entrepreneur so for me it's 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 just you know looking at how within even crisis look at covid right now uh that the corona virus that we are in some of us are complaining and other people are making money they have seen an opportunity in this crisis so whatever hardship we go through we need to look around us and see how do we find a solution and stop being pitiful or having self pity on ourselves because at the end of the day all this self pity you know is just within us no one out there is going to see you know what pity you feel for yourself so you have to harden up you have to believe in yourself you have to grow yourself and you have to you know be that person that is able to compete with the people out there that is Aisha Ali the founder of Art Profile Foundation my name is Tukahira Moreen the host of Imagine Woman a podcast produced by Girls Must Uganda and we shall be back with more after the break Girls Must aims to build a vibrant movement of girls through transformative leadership and confidence building. We envision a world where girls are leaders in creating the changes they want to see in their lives and communities. Join us as we fight to reduce the confidence gap of girls. Learn more at girlsmust.org. Welcome back. I am Tukahira Moreen. And you are listening to Imagine Women, a podcast produced by Girls Must Uganda. I'm speaking to Aisha Ali, the founder of iProfile Foundation. All right, Aisha. Um, when it comes to making decisions between career and passion, how easy has it been for you? I think mine uh, is basically passion. Where my heart is is where I will put all my energy. So if today you told me go and work with uh, of course I love helping but if you are told me go and work with let's say mechanics and maybe that's you know the field or area of career I've been in or something trust me i'm not going to put as much energy or i won't wake up at 3 a.m. or i won't you know have sleepless nights to get assignments done because that's not where my passion is but sometimes uh given the fact that you know there are different underlying factors that sometimes we cannot control so sometimes we take careers that or sometimes our parents choose for us and we have no say at that particular time but at the end of the day you are you have a blank a black a blank canvas and you are that person who is supposed to you know fill this canvas with your road journey and how you want it to turn out entirely de- depends on the choices you make sometimes out of the passion that you know you take you're able to make money you're able to still survive so before you know you run to passion are you still able to make money out of it so because at, at times you know money is the fuel to 
a lot of things it could be the fuel to a shelter to food and sometimes our parents don't want to hear about passion 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 as long as it's not bringing money to the table so how are you able to turn your passion into you know a monetary channel or how are you able to balance your career and also still be able to follow your passion so it's a decision that one can make on their own but definitely you need to sit down and think through it because this is your life we are talking about yeah i'll give you an example of myself when we started um when i when i got certified by bank of uganda as a financial literacy trainer never had it crossed my mind that people would call me to speak and I'd get paid for I don't know speaking for 15 minutes about financial literacy or I'd be contracted to do a financial literacy class and be paid heavily now all this comes down to even when you have the passion are you able to translate that passion into an expertise yes and furthermore are you able to brand yourself within you know that passion now for me my passion is children financial literacy and many a times i think people know me for talking about financial discipline and money matters and all those things i remember the first paycheck i got before the kampala geopolitics was to to speak to students in um was it an international school for about 30 minutes and i remember the principal asking me so what is your quotation and i told him and at that time for me i was doing things out of you know passion and i didn't mind and most of the times for me it wasn't even the money it was how am i able to you know extend and impact uh, people and i go like well that is for you to decide and then he goes like but we already have you know a budget for it but as an expert we'd want you know to know how much worth you are and for me i remember those words very vividly that it kind of struck something into me that sometimes opportunities knock at us yeah and i remember having a back and forth conversation with him telling him that i am not uh going to give you a quotation give me what you think best suits how i deliver and i remember after i delivered and the feedback he got from the students i got about was it 2 million shillings and for me after that moment i spoke to one of my mentors and i told them do you think this is something that i can turn to you know a money a source of income and he goes like spot on This is not something, you know, at that time when you're starting out usually with there's a lot of sacrifices you have to make. Money, you're not going to say, "Oh, my passion is here, I need to make the, the money immediately." It's going to take a lot of investment from you as a person to keep learning, but also how are you going to keep getting better? Now, since then, I don't know how many contracts I've signed. Some have been with schools, others have been individual, others and now there are people who reach out to me and they're like oh do you do online classes and i was like wow not as yet you know so at the end of the day think sit down we have 24 hours in a day which is about i think is it 86300 seconds 
which is quite a lot of time and 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 for me i i got to know that we have a lot of time during this lockdown imagine 86300 seconds and in those seconds what we are doing is you know sitting and wishing and hoping and not putting anything into action so how do you sit down and brand yourself and strategize i'm telling you the opportunities are limitless all these people we see who are millionaires or billionaires they all started somewhere it did not you know happen miraculously it didn't fall from the sky and they told them oh here's your first paycheck no you have to get out there you have to you know build yourself up but you also have to definitely keep learning have the expertise in the passion that you have and turn it into multiple streams of income so right now just to give you an example as an organization uh, we are working on um bo- uh, a lot of financial literacy board games which are going to be on sale and even before we have produced all we have right now are prototypes uh, and while we were prototyping with some of the schools parents kept asking us oh how much is this where can we get them from so sometimes everything has the perfect timing and you have to be a little bit patient entrepreneurship is not you know a, a, a laid ground a smooth ground where you just walk in and think you're going to make those millions people have built enterprises over seven years people have you know but that doesn't limit you from you know just waiting on this passion to be able to pay you you need to learn a skill maybe make soap or learn how to bake while you're still working on your passion so don't just sit there and say okay this passion is not working i am broke don't limit yourself you can do a bit of multitasking but don't also spread too thin yeah yeah as we are winding up this conversation yeah as we are winding it up um um a few personal things um how have personal relationships affected your work if there are any how have they um how have they affected your work Oh well. Um like I told you, I'm this social butterfly person. I have so many best friends. Okay, I have primary best friends and people that are close to me. But for me, I think I have a thin a, a line drawn between work and how if today I I maybe a friend of mine is, you know, upset or going through something. It's not going to affect my ability to do my tasks at work because one of the things i learned that there are people who have gone through worse situations than ourselves and sometimes you need to be that brave person for yourself do not let you know someone belittle you do not let maybe a friend tell you how you're not capable of doing anything so for me i think I, my 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 personal uh belief in myself and my self love kind of is is a shield for me from any emotions and that really doesn't affect so if today i for instance maybe got into an argument with someone as dear as a sister for instance of course we are human sometimes we're not going to always be on the same page i won't say that i'm not going to go to work tomorrow or i'm not going to be i'm not going to smile at people those are things you need to learn how to deal with them internally and not you know let everybody know that oh 
this is what I'm going through. But of course, I mean that there are people who go through, I've not been through like a very, very um, deep or intriguing situation that I've lost myself. No, it's usually petty things. But nonetheless, for those people that, you know, have where emotions take a toll on them, remind yourself that, you know, you're beautiful, you're confident, and above all, you are uniquely gifted that you need to pursue your purpose before you take anyone's validation. So do not let those little, little things where people seem to shrink you down deter your dreams and your goals and your achievements. The world out there, people, there are people who are not sleeping, despite some of them have gone through so much worse than we can imagine. But they are there bettering their lives and repurposing or redrawing their canvas and renewing their energy. So every day for me is a single day to be a better person. Do not dwell on yesterday. As long as you it clocks midnight, know that you you need to let go of what you went through yesterday. Of course, some people might think it's hilarious. Uh, for those that have you know depression or going through a mental breakdown. It's going to take time, definitely. But for how long is the question? And only you can answer that question. So all our situations are different. But one one thing I want to put across is, of course, don't forget to put God uh, in whatever you do. Pray about it. But also renew your energy, your environment. You know, have that support system that sees you through those little minute things that might deter you. Okay. What are the chances that a partner is going to support you in your career or your dreams, you know? Well, um, I'm not married yet. Okay. <laughs> giving this perspective might be general. Yeah. So, like I said, just like our thumbprints or fingerprints are unique and different everybody's i think relationship or marriage or whatever is different there are people who are compatible there are others who are not there are others who you know are struggling but there are also others who make it work so but it all starts with what mindset do you have of your partner and it also trickles down to when you were choosing them perhaps you know what are those things that drew you closer is it their looks? Is it their money? Is it their character? But is it, what is it that, you know, brought you two together or attracted you to that person? So for me, I think if I'm to ever choose a marriage partner or if I'm to ever um, get married, for me, if somebody does not love or believe in my dream or passion, then I think we cannot sink. Yeah, so look out. So the possibilities of somebody being able to um, support your dream is 100%. There's a reason why it's called a partnership. You need to be there for the other person, whether you like it or not. You have to cheer them on. You have to give them the strength when they when they are feeling low. And if it, even if it's financially, you have to be there for each other. Yeah. Every situation is different, but I think each, I mean, a partnership between people should be, yeah. So a partnership between people should be one that is supportive, 
one that is going to cheer you on one that is going to be there for you when the rest of the world doesn't believe in you so the possibility of a partner being able to support your dream is definitely a yes if they are not then you need to recheck yourself or recheck your relationship and sit them down and ask them why they are not supporting your dream and your passion that is Aisha Ali the founder of Art Profile Foundation my name is Sukahira Moreen the host of Imagined Woman a podcast produced by Girls Must Uganda and we shall be back with more after the break Girls Must aims to build a vibrant movement of girls through transformative leadership and confidence building. We envision a world where girls are leaders in creating the changes they want to see in their lives and communities. Join us as we fight to reduce the confidence gap of girls. Learn more at girlsmust.org. Welcome back. I am Tukahira Moreen. And you are listening to Imagine Women, a podcast produced by Girls Must Uganda. I'm speaking to Aisha Ali, the founder of iProfile Foundation. As we wind up, we would want to know, Aisha, if you got an opportunity to meet uh, a 10 year old soul yourself 10 years old what would you tell her i'll tell her pursue your dreams um, be disciplined and never give up wow yeah that is really precise there was didn't be anything you want to change or add it <laughs> like you know what <laughs> You need to do this or there is COVID-19 coming ahead. You need to prepare <laughs> and be ready. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know what I would I have told my 10-year-old self. It shouldn't be as complicated, so I, want, I wouldn't want to scare myself. <laughs> so I'd basically, you know, tell myself those powerful words that, you know, pursue your dreams, believe in myself, and never give up. Oh, that is great. All right. Okay. Finally, last but not least, just how how is your daily routine, like especially in this lockdown? How is it? It's it's seeming to get busier than the normal days, especially this week. Um, of course, in the beginning, it was like kind of surreal for me because I love being in the field, I love being with the kids, I love being you know, in the training sessions. So staying at home from morning to night was like something new, something different. I could not meet the kids, I couldn't meet the learners, which greatly affected me in a way. So for one week I was doing nothing apart from sleeping eating and just thinking out loud then the second week i told myself i think actually 
mm-hmm. by the before the end of the first week i received a call from one of the kids and they told me i miss you auntie aisha how are you and i was like wow okay so the next week i was up and running and jumping around and another team were able to you know re-strategize but also see how we can navigate and be able to be relevant during this you know lockdown so quickly we were thinking of innovative ways of you know you know turning our curriculum to digital um uh, uh spaces uh being able to um send challenges to the kids through the parents and then boom 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 i begin having you know different zoom sessions and webinars others as a panelist others as a, a participant and for me i think this whole lockdown has been one that has kind of made me appreciate more of what we have as people especially the freedom and the ability to do things without being uh, given guidelines and also looking at while we are in a crisis what can we do many of us could choose to sleep i could meanwhile i even learned how to I, i'm not a tv person but um i'm i'm starting to watch a series called money haste mm-hmm. and for me i think it, it has kind of loosened me up a little bit mm-hmm. to learn how to give myself a bit of more time to rest but also some time to you know be myself of course i outside uh, work I I usually go to the cinema once in a while but not so many times but this taught me that you know there are things we need to do sometimes sometimes we forget we get too worked up and you know we are so much dwelled or delved into work that we forget to give ourselves time and care so I've been doing a bit of facial routines um things which I had forgotten to do uh learning how to you know do a few new recipes so basically a bit of things here and there but most importantly work has not stopped going on we're in touch with some of our teacher patrons but also finalizing some of the things which we're not able to finalize but for me it has also given me the opportunity to have time to call people without telling them i am busy right now i am here i am this so for me it has increased or uh, you know added value to the bondage i have with my friends with people that perhaps i i never used to talk to in a month's time because sometimes we have so many friends that we cannot keep up checking on each of one of them every single day but this has taught me the value of social capital sometimes we do not know you know what value our friends have till you you're in some sort of i don't know um situation that it's only one particular person who knows someone or even them that can get you out of that situation so as as i talk about my experience during this lockdown i'd want to urge people to you know make use of you know learn how to be that true friend that good friend who doesn't always expect people to check on you but also have time to check on people it doesn't cost that much what matters most is how you grow your social capital and later in turn these are people who will be your clients but also above all these are people you need for your you know you need people you need people in your life never never belittle the power of social capital and yeah at least i sleep some more hours and 
yeah so so for me it's been quite exciting but the whole thought of you know this whole virus um killing so many people and affecting so many of our economic systems so the first few weeks i was thinking a lot about how post covid it's going to have an effect on people's businesses so as a, as an as a as an enterprise we're also looking at how best we're going to help some of our beneficiaries later on you know post covid because the reality is some businesses will close but what are those exit um strategies or you know rebranding strategies but also for us it's been an opportunity to seek more partnerships because after covid not all businesses are going to remain normal uh you're going to need other key players so this is the perfect time people have time to you know speak on zoom have meetings on skype so yeah why not make uh use of this opportunity Okay, I guess we've come to an end of our podcast today. Oh, one last thing maybe before we close. Always always any girl out there should always remember to be happy in the inside. Whatever is inside us should be able to you know translate to what energy we give out there. So make sure that whatever it is that you need to heal from whatever it is that you're going through make sure that your inner self is happy your inner self is loved and definitely you will attract what you give that is very true ladies first of all we've learned self care self care is really important mental health for us is really important social capital is really important those are the insights i have gotten from this conversation thank you all that are tuned in right now my name is tukahira morin and our guest today has been aisha ali though you did not tell us i know i think you are not ugandan you did not tell us where exactly you come from but it is okay She is really one of the best business entrepreneurs I've met, a mentor, one that could really help us or help you out there who is hopeless, who is or who has lost faith, who has lost their way, who is torn between making the right decision. Every girl out there who has been, you know, lagging, not wanting to To, to get out of the comfort zones i think aisha is one good example to that we could take from thank you all for listening don't forget to be good to each other to be kind to each other and have a blessed day stay safe wash your hands and sanitize you know health is well goodbye until next time